coming up on the 70% Podcast. Our audience can see the different ways that we're being pulled apart. Mm -hmm. And the different ways that you can actually think about things. And we've had some quality debates, quality conversations with people that don't think exactly the way we do. You and I don't think exactly alike. But at the end of the day, we still agree that we need to come together and make some changes. Otherwise, we're all in a lot of trouble. No doubt. Give their ideas and opinions the respect they deserve. And at the end of the day, come together with some type of, or try to come together with some type of consensus, even if it's to the point where we have to agree to disagree, but we're still going to, we're still not going to allow that subject or subject matter to divide us as a people. Right. You know, I've been asked this question several times. Why, why isn't the the voice of the 70% being heard? You know, is it because we're complacent? Is it because we are um, working too hard and trying to take care of our families to be involved in all of that crap? I mean, what, what is the reason for, for our voice being, besides uh, the media silencing us, right. of course? Yeah. I saw a Mike Gallagher okay. um, put a video out, um, I think it was yesterday, and I posted it on my Facebook page today. Uh, let's let's dig that up. Yeah, I th- I think he made a lot. There are some things that I felt like he was maybe being a little over dramatic about, and I don't think he said really anything incorrect. Okay. Or I I listened to this, and he's absolutely right in the overall point that he's trying to make. Maybe not exactly in the details. He is pretty spot on on where this entire COVID vaccine fiasco is going hey nate why don't you cue up that the rest of that mike gallagher all right here we go we can't afford to inject that fear into our kids classrooms or allow them to fall further behind and i'm sorry but remote learning is not a substitute especially for young kids remote learning is a euphemism for school shutdowns and that is a recipe for student failure Sitting in front of a screen all day is not learning. The 70% Podcast with your host, Amy Alexander and Mike Sewell. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 70%. (laughs) Happy New Year. Hey. Yeah. We're back. Yeah, we're back. How was your vacation? Oh, my God. It was awesome. Yeah? Yeah. You look like you got some sun. Uh, I got a little bit of sun. I'm not supposed to be getting so much sun because of just past sun experiences uh, um but it's hard when you just i mean it was so nice it was in the 70s every freaking day we were there and um it's been a long time since i took a vacation with my sis that was fun uh, awesome and uh yeah it was just a really good um it, I, I i needed it i needed it to just kind of decompress a little bit and get back at it this year and make 2022 happen and then you got back here for new year's Yes, I did. Yeah. Had yeah. some brisket with uh, me and Audrey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. fun. That was fun. We just kind of, yeah, we skirted in a town like what? What did we get there? About 1030 or something? Uh, wasn't it? Did, did you say Happy New Year's with us? Yeah, I did. Oh, oh. you don't even read. Hey. Well, hey. I feel like I made a special <laughs> impression. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to 1998. I all the way from Florida to see you. <laughs> no, see, we got to. We got there, what, 7 to 8 o'clock, somewhere around in there. And uh, so let's just say um, dry January is a very good thing for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you're doing, is this the first year you're doing it? No, this is like the third year. Okay, yeah. I started it because of you. 
I, I think I started it. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> in 2014, when my 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 uh, word of the year or phrase, I do a phrase, not necessarily a word. No, I was, started you on the word. You, yeah, you started me on yeah. the word. I was kind of already doing that. But it was going to be my 2014, my year of healthy living. Okay. And, you know, and just thinking healthier, not necessarily like I'm never going to put myself on a diet where I'm just eating carrots and freaking crackers. You'd probably disappear. I mean, what uh, are you, 90 pounds? Yeah, I'm yeah. a buck and some change. I don't know. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but wet, wet with clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> wet with clothes on. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so I said that started in, I think 2014 was the year of healthy living. Mm-hmm. And I started, I'm like, you know, in Wisconsin, it's really... I mean, and you could use every excuse in the book, or you can think it's bad or good or indifferent, but there's a lot of drinking that goes around in Wisconsin. And a lot of things that we do, a lot of our social Mm -hmm. activities revolve around drinking. And I am a very social person. Forget about it. So I go to a funeral, mm -hmm. you're drinking. You go to a wedding, you're drinking. It's Packer Sunday, you're drinking. Mm -hmm. I have seen a quarter barrel. Packers are not playing, you're drinking. (laughs) I've seen a quarter barrel at a. At a, a baby baptism. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh wow. This you is know, Wisconsin. And it, yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like yeah. well, in, I'm not in, joking. And, and it's it's kinda it's kinda funny, but it, it it's not. Well, I right. And, yeah. Back to your healthy living. So healthy living. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay, me quitting drinking in the middle of Wisconsin with you know, that's just never gonna happen. But mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna give myself a drinking break. So I'm gonna go the first month of the year and I'm not gonna drink or do any I'm gonna just a month, a right. month of being healthy mm-hmm. right. and see where it, my mind goes. Because um, I knew, you know, after you do all the partying and stuff, the older I get, the fog or the longer that fog stays in there. Right. You know, after right. you drink too much. Oh, oh and yeah. so um, I did that for a month and I, I was, I actually ended up going until I think after, I think I went till Valentine's Day. Okay. Because I... The first year. The first year. Okay. <clears throat> and then I've been doing it ever... So then 2014 was the year of healthy living. So then, of course, that th- that thing that I learned gets carried on to the next year. So then the next year was the year of positive influence. And so then, my fir- of course, when I'm dry January, mm-hmm. I'm... You're, uh, you're having a positive influence right. on others and yourself. Right, and, yeah. and my focus on making sure... Sh- uh, I'm one of those big picture people, or I don't even know what the term, like I reflect every January and every June. June is my birthday and January is a new year. So to me, that the new year of me is a new like semester, like got a new it, stepping stone. Yeah, no doubt. And then January 1st, of course, which is uh, pretty, well, you know, close for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, so then January, I've just done, been doing that, that drinking break because I realized how much I realized things. When I wasn't drinking for mm-hmm. a month. So let me make sure I got this. I understand it. You realize how much you realize when you realized it? When I, <laughs> when, <laughs> no, when you, when it's honestly. No, I, I understand what you're I, saying. I commend people that can live clean. Oh, forget about yeah. it. Because I don't, and I can say all day long, well, it's not the way I was raised. I've been, do, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Right. Um, and some people have the propensity for it. Some people do not. Oh, no. um, but. I don't have the propensity to just be that person every single day, right. but I at least have the wisdom and knowledge to know that if I can just start my year out like that, right. the rest of it, the trajectory that's going to go from there right. is golden. Right. No doubt. So. No doubt. And that was one of the reasons why they started this uh, 
um, not not the not just the word of the year, but people have New Year's resolutions and things like mm-hmm. that because it's it's it's, it's kind of like when you start out your day in the morning. Typically, those people who are who get up in the morning and make their beds, mm-hmm. they 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 tend to be um, a little bit more successful at life in general than those who just well, get you out start of bed. the morning organized. R- exactly. Exactly. It's now I'm not saying I make up my bed, but I'm just saying those, <laughs> those well, who do. Those other people who do. I'll raise my hand. <laughs> Preston even says he's like, "Why do you make the bed? We're just gonna sleep in it again." I'm like, "Well, be- just just in case you have company and they want to go <laughs> go look in your bedroom." <laughs> I just I just think like, it's oh, a nice it's, house. What does your bed look like? It's one of those things that <laughs> the bedroom and the kitchen. If you're gonna be walking in and out of there all right. the time or whatever, I don't I I don't deal well with clutter. Yeah, no doubt. And so anyway, um, okay. but so then the, you got me on the the word. Right. Um, we were talking about it, and then the word, uh, the the word um, and that comes mostly from the one word. I think the, that. It's the book called The One Word. I was uh, lucky enough to uh, meet the author, and uh, he signed my book for me. Uh, but, yeah, it's one word. It's basically the, the general idea is just starting out with one word uh, for the year that's going to define your whole year. Mm-hmm. Um, so every year I put, a, you know, put together, a, you know, think of a word, and I usually start to try to think about that, you know, maybe in late October, November. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's my word going to be? I start yeah. thinking about it then too, and then yeah. like December thirtieth, I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> you know? Which one am I going to choose <laughs> yeah, here? It's, yeah. it's kind of hard, but they've all kind of come together. So yeah. your word this year is forward. 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 So I have a uh, um, a tendency to uh, dig dig into the past, not to not to dwell on it or anything like that, but to dig into the past to learn uh, to take from the things that I have gone through. Mm-hmm. Uh, to understand the lessons from those, and uh, in order to be able to use those lessons to move to move, to move forward, right. um, so that's why the, the the word is forward. So uh, instead of um, um, looking backwards mm-hmm. and you know falling back into uh, old habits, mm-hmm. um, my thought this year is to uh, just continue to move forward. So in all of my goals and all of my aspirations and things of that nature to continue to move forward and not fall back. So not fall back into a full-time job. Right. Continue to be an entrepreneur. Right. Take the take the path that you have gone on because it's a good path and it's yep. what you were looking for and Correct. make sure you stay on that and, exactly. and don't end up back. Uh, what was your word last year? Um, now you, now you put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember mine. Mine was discipline, I think, or focus. One of the two. Because uh, I was... I think, I think yours was focused. Yeah, because I, I knew I had. I'm like, I have. Yeah. See, I would have to. I, I, I always post it on Facebook. Yeah, and then and by the by the end of the year, you know, you don't even remember because it's oh, like something ach- that's ingrained. achieve achieve. Yeah, that's what it was. Oh, yep. Yep. I, and I and I said achieve because I wanted to achieve all the goals I had put in front mm-hmm. of me. Um. So what I, uh, January of last year, I had the goal to uh, to get out of my full time job and to become a full-time realtor, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. And then there were a lot of other goals, too. There were financial goals. There were, you know, yeah. relationship goals, things of that nature. So I had a, a lot of different goals that I had put in front of me, and I wanted to achieve those goals. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that was my word for last year. Awesome. Yeah, don't awesome. ever put me on the spot like that. I'm just <laughs> – so um, because a lot of the things that I've been doing, 
that I've realized, you know, kind of going back, I'm like, oh my gosh, I wasted time on that. I wasted time. Oh my God. I never gave them the time, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. And I feel like well, I was late for this and late for uh, that. right. And I'm going to get, I'm going to get rid of my two to three minutes late for every appointment I go to. Here's the thing. Uh, a buddy of mine taught me years ago. He said, uh, he said to me, Mike, how come your time is worth more than my time? Because I was always late for him. Every time we would mm-hmm. set a meeting to meet and hang out or whatever, even if we were just hanging out, I was mm-hmm. always late, five, ten minutes late, whatever. And, you know, I would call or text and say, hey, I'm on my way. You know, still, you know, be polite about it. However, I was always late. And then one day he sat me down and he said, how come your time is worth more than my time? How come you think so less of me? Mm-hmm. Ouch. Yeah. Yep. That you're just willing to let me sit here and wait around. That you your must, time is yeah. worth more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, or that you were, so, uh, yeah. Right, so at that point, I decided, you know what? I need to stop being late, and I try, like, I almost get anxiety about being late. I, I do. Like, I do. don't like being late anymore, because I don't want people to think that I'm taking advantage of their friendship, of their kindness, of their, you know, mm-hmm. you know, their, their being, you know, right. taking them for granted or anything. I don't want people to feel that way, yeah. you know, so... I try to be on time. Now. Exactly. And I think there are, th- I mean, there are circumstances where it's like, oh, I'm gonna, yeah. especially in our business, you know, oh, you put you, okay, it. yeah, hey, we have an hour with this person and then you go there and you find out the situation is different, you know, stuff like that. But just to be like, just get there late. Because, yeah, I'll get you know, there when I want to. Uh, yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but well, anyway, the time, be on time, mm-hmm. um, use time wisely, mm-hmm. um, appreciate your time. And, you know, have a good time all the time. That's it. I like it. Yeah. So we'll see how that works out. <laughs> I'll report back to you. Should we put Nate on the spot and see if he got a word or do you? Do you have a word, Nate? Well, I love your time thing because... Um, oh, you can't steal. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah I, you can't I, have Yes, it. I can. <laughs> if you don't have a word, just yes, say, I hey, yeah, I don't have a word. You don't <laughs> own that. <laughs> no, I, I, I do not own time. <laughs> I don't... No. I was thinking about, um, I've met some, I, I've been fortunate enough to meet some very successful people. And I noticed that the really successful people, they, even though they're the busiest, mm-hmm. they are really, really prompt mm-hmm. on texting back and calling back. Mm-hmm. Like but they're almost mm-hmm. overly apologetic about, I'm sorry, I didn't, uh, you know, right. see your email, but you were, you know, or the text. And then I noticed that the people that are, are so chronically horrible at texting back tend to be almost, uh, it's almost directly proportionate to the success. You know what I mean? Uh, you saying that because I didn't text you back the other uh, day? <laughs> no, so because I didn't so text you back. So you automatically <laughs> take it personal because I, I do the same, no. but that is so my, So what you're saying I'm gonna is work on con- this. communication skills are yeah. a primary driver of success. I'm going to work not, on Not that. a driver, but a, a, a I'm component. I'm going to work on that. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to work on that. Okay. Where okay. someone texts me right. and it's not that I'm rolling my eyes going, ugh. Right. But when you said that key phrase, which is, wait, your time is more important than right, mine. Right. Even if it's something tiny yeah. like, yeah, no hey, doubt. I'm so sorry I'm running behind. Mm-hmm. Let me do this. Yeah. I've noticed really successful people that have a gazillion different things and their mm-hmm. time management crazy. Um, they get back to you. Yeah. Whereas right. people that are constantly going, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. Right. Yeah. Are literally, they're just, they're, they're on a, a treadmill. Got it. You know, and you can run 100 miles on a treadmill and get nowhere. Yeah. 
you know, and that's uh, so. Anyway, uh, that's what that's what I yeah. thought. Yeah, uh, okay. you put me on the spot. I'm gonna let him steal my word. Can I? Are you gonna <laughs> steal the <laughs> word you. or share it with him? Are you gonna share? It oh with yeah, yeah. Him? Well, well, Amy no, has we're a gonna share. Oh my gosh, this is not what this is about at all. But <laughs> this is—is is this the first year you've thought about a word name? Yes. Yeah, well, uh, the one word thing. The one I, word. I okay. always hated the uh, having a yeah. So that's okay. Yeah, I'll I'll be I'll be your one word mentor. Okay. For your first <laughs> year, I'll loan you the book. <laughs> I, seriously, no, I it's a short read. Yeah, it's it really is very short. Read. Well, I don't care if it's a long read, but and you get, it's the concept valuable. of it basically is that you take something to heart that you're going to raise to a more be more conscious about be more it. Conscientious that about you it. want to, that you know in your existence being, yeah. and your being that would be an improvement to the life that you want to lead. Right. It's like right. meditation. They, they usually have that there one you go. word. There you go. Yep. That yep. you're focused on and it's right. only yours. Right. Yep. You don't well, tell don't. anybody, but you. Right. Oh. Right. Well, we oh. tell everybody about our word because well, sure. then it gives us accountability. Exactly. So exactly. I'm doing wor- warrior one right now. Just don't ask me about it in December. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. at that uh, point it's like, oh, I'm um, thinking about my next word. Yeah. Yeah. But, so. Okay. Last year, we had uh, some good shows. We did. Yeah. Uh, we started out the podcast, and I'm not even sure what month. Like I don't know, but yeah, we got through 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, having a great, great guest. T- yep, had some great gu- guests and um, some great topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, un- unfortunate topics. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to say, but uh, th- there. I think these topics are kind of monumental to what we want to do going forward, right. which is your word. Right. Um, it's the, the, the foundation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we saw, talked about, you know, sex trafficking. Um, uh, race. Race. We talked about. Reparations. Critical race theory. Uh, equity versus equality. Uh, um, diversity. Yeah. All that stuff. And, but the main focus or the, the main um if you were going to generalize that mm-hmm. and put it all together, mm-hmm. the it, it, what we were trying to get at is the fear and the um, division right. that they're putting. Yeah, people are shitheads in all walks of life. Right. But the way the media and our government and everybody else are putting that together to pit us against each other. Right. Because it's not, yes, the, the, the act that happened is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But having us as a general populace, human beings in the United States of America, having our emotions triggered by all this stuff right. to ensure that we are fighting all the time is hopefully the point that we drove home with put, when you listen to all those shows. Right. So hopefully people understood that we were... Um, Talking about those 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 hard subjects that a lot of people have to talk about, so that they so that they understand that we're trying to um, bridge the gap between the division that the media and the government is is, is uh, uh, putting putting in place. Right. You know, so it, it doesn't matter what subject you're on. The the it, it feels as though we're we're continuously being divided. So we're talking about all these different conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, so that so that. Um, our audience can see the different ways that we're being pulled apart. Mm -hmm. And the different ways that you can actually think about things. And we've had some quality 
debates, quality right. conversations with Absolutely. people that don't think exactly the way we do. Right. You and I don't think exactly no, alike. No. But at the end of the day, we still agree that we need to come together and make some changes. Otherwise, we're all in a lot of trouble. No doubt. At yeah. the end of the day, we still respect one another. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we still feel the same about not being divided. Right. You know, and no matter what topic we tackle, no matter what subject we're on or who we're speaking to, um, we, we're, we, we always try to give them, um, give their ideas and opinions the respect they deserve. And at the end of the day, come together with some type of, or try to come together with some type of consensus, even if it's to the point where we have to agree to disagree, but we're still going to, right. we're still not going to allow that subject or subject matter to divide us right. as a people. Right. And there, there, there are always going to be two sides of every argument. Or more. I'm, or, right. I, any, there's so many, you could go through 1500 scenarios of one topic and maybe not everybody is going to agree, whatever. Right. Um, but overall, the point of what the media and our government is trying to do is to make sure that we don't agree right. on things. Um, but on the other hand, we've got a bunch of extreme liberals over here screaming at the top of their lungs, getting in the faces of our senators so they seem like they're the only ones that are important and they talk for the rest of us. And then on the right side, we have a bunch of extremists, um, you know, that are, you know, like the um, Antifa. And so, well, they're not no, no, that's on the, that's that's on the left. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, what, the good old boys. Yeah. Um, and so then you go from that extreme to this extreme, and they're just basically fighting with you. So we're just watching them go back and forth in a tennis match that we're not allowed to talk about. And well, See, and, and that's the thing. You know, I've been asked this question several times. Why, why isn't the, the voice of the 70% being heard? You know, is it because we're complacent? Is it because we are... Um, working too hard and trying to take care of our families to be involved in all of that crap. I mean, what what is the reason for for our voice being besides uh, the media silencing us? Right. Of course. Yeah. You know. I mean, when you think of seventy percent being the silent majority, right. and you get your stuff kicked off of uh, YouTube because you're speaking misinformation. Even though you haven't oh, supposedly, supposedly in misinformation, even though you haven't even shown the proof or what do I, did I, did somebody have a case, a trial, what, you know, whatever. Right. Um, right. So that entire thing is what is holding back the silent majority, I think. Um, either you have these really loud people that they, so then, you know, the other, 70% or whatever that percentage of the silent majority is, um, feel like that's, you know, they the media makes it seem like that's the right. way it is. Right. Um, or you have people that just don't recognize... That these things are a problem. That these things are a problem, and they're complacent with it. Right. So, you know, I've, I've talked to people before. It's like, okay, well, you know, um, I, shouldn't I shouldn't be able... You know, you can't come into my house and search in, you know, just... Various things. And she's like, well, if you're not doing anything wrong, then what's the problem? 
Well, that attitude is the problem. Right. You and, know? And it's, so it's, it's, it's it, and that's the thing. It's not about um, not doing anything wrong. It's about having your rights mm-hmm. stripped away from you. See, we've, we've grown so comfortable in this country with having rights mm-hmm. and, and having them, you know, little bit by little bit being chipped away that we don't realize that at, one, at some point it's going to become too much. Right. Yeah, and it's already that we're going to have so much of our right. They're going to be able to come into your house, whomever the authorities come into your house, tell you what to do, how to do it. I mean, just in school, just in the public schools alone, mm-hmm. you don't have. Once you send your kids to that facility, they have a right to teach your kids anything they want to teach them, mm-hmm. and you can't say anything about it, right? Unless you homeschool, which they right. look down on that, so. Or they used to. I don't know if they do now. I think a lot of people homeschool. Yeah, I think it's more common. Well, I think since Facebook and stuff like that, they're able to not only homeschool, but get groups together where they're able to take them to the parks and do, you know, uh, community things. I think that the the reason why they were uh, frowning on that is saying that they weren't socialized well enough Mm. at that point. Are you sure that it wasn't because of the socialization that they're so worried about as they forced them to wear masks at school and now are thinking Milwaukee and Madison are talking about shutting schools down? Again, did you really? hear? Did you no, hear, I didn't that? hear about the, that? I saw a Mike Gallagher okay. um, put a video out. Um, I think it was yesterday, and I posted it on my Facebook page today. Uh, it, let's and, let's dig that up. Yeah, I th- I think he made a lot. There are some things that I felt like he was maybe being a little over dramatic about, and I don't think he said really anything incorrect. Okay. Or, but I don't know. Jenny's here. She might have a a a, a term or two, and Audrey, if she wants to pitch in, um, but. I, I listened to this, and he's absolutely right in the overall point that he's trying to make. Maybe not exactly in the details, but I think in the overall point, he is pretty spot on on where this entire COVID vaccine fiasco is going, going right, right Did you now. listen to the video, Jenny? Did you get a chance to? I agree with his concept about how we can't be living in fear but I don't agree with his conclusion that shutting schools down led to fear oh yeah I didn't really I didn't I I I didn't read that into it I felt like he the the, I he didn't expound on all the other things that could be fear but that's just one of them um, but anyway, Nate, do you have that? Can yep, you, I sure do. That up? Yeah, this is representative Mike Gallagher. Gallagher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Omicron is spreading. It seems like everyone has had it, even those who've been double and triple vaccinated. I think it's fair to say President Biden has failed to shut down the virus as he promised. He's also seemingly squandered the trillions of dollars that were allocated for coronavirus relief, turning down efforts to ramp up the production of rapid at-home tests, Uh, failing to make it easy to get treatments like monoclonal antibodies widely available. Instead, the administration spent the last year just demonizing unvaccinated people, pushing unconstitutional mandates, allowing Fauci to further shred the credibility of the public health establishment. All of this was unproductive. Yes, absolutely. So, and one of the things that he said um, was basically... The pitting the unvaccinated against the vaccinated. Right. That's where we are right now. Right. It doesn't matter. 
in in this entire on this entire planet, right. it doesn't matter if you're white, black, male, female, Absolutely. gay, straight, whatever. Right. You are either vaccinated or unvaccinated in the eyes of our government. Right now. And that's where that's they've got us all pitted against each other in these little groups. Right. And now they have half the planet pitted. Well, not it's just the United States because India they have to get it no matter what. They're forced to get it. Australia, I didn't read into all the details, but I had heard today that Australia is on their fourth booster. Well, oh, and but it makes the antibodies five times higher than, well, at what point are we not even human anymore? Right. So I so, listened to that, and I was like, oh, my God. That's so so let, let, let's just talk about India real quick. I mean, they're, they're, everyone in India has to have the shot. They're forced to get the shot whether they want it or not. And what happens if or the vaccine? Excuse what me. is what is Whether the means of force? So when you and this is where I th- people are like, oh, they're forced, so a big deal. What is the means of force? Right. Like, if you were forced, if you moved to India, and you refused to get the shot, how far would they go before you would either get the shot or not be a person in society anymore? Right. Well, I mean, e- even in 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 places like California and Illinois, Illinois is uh, what they're doing now is uh, uh, doing the mandates like they do uh, in California. So you have to show your vaccine card in order to get into any establishment. But here's the kicker. In Illinois, as long as you're only in the restaurant for 10 minutes, you can walk in there without a vaccine card. Uh, what? Ho- what? Hold is on, it like hold pick on. up? Yeah. Like pick up yeah. your food yeah. and get out? Yeah, yeah. so yeah. You, can, you can walk in the door without a vaccine, pick up your food, and walk out, but you can't sit and eat. And you can only be in there for 10 minutes. And, and, if the, and, and if the establishment does not enforce these rules, you know, I got it right here. If the establishment doesn't enforce these rules, um, they're getting, they're gonna, they, ha- they can be fined anywhere from $750 to uh, $2,500. So now there are measurements prior to that, okay? So don't, it's not like as soon as they break that rule, they get the fine. That's not how right. it is. So don't they have fact they, check that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's a fact. No, but def- definitely fact check it. Oh, anything I say, right? Please fact check it. Right. Well, do not take my word. Here's for the anything. thing I don't like, and this is just a little offshoot here. But here's the thing I don't like about fact checking. They will like if you say something like always, mostly whatever, um, mostly better be at least fifty one percent, and always better always you know be so it's it's. They, they kind of take what you meant. I mean, when I say to you, oh, it's always whatever, you know it's not every single time 100%. You know, so, but anyway, so when I said fact check, I was like, yeah, make sure you yeah. know. Okay. Okay, so, anyway. So there's two, there's three different tiers. So the, first they get uh, a talking to, then they get a strict, uh, uh, a, 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 a letter sent to them saying, hey, these are the things that we, that you need to do. Uh, and then the third thing is a fine. And the fine is anywhere from seven hundred fifty to twenty five hundred dollars, and it's a misdemeanor. It's not a it's not a felony or anything like that. It's a misdemeanor fine. Um, however, the, the the point I'm getting at is that if you can walk into a restaurant for ten minutes, it only takes a couple of minutes to walk in there and cough or sneeze and give somebody something. Right. Well, I don't understand where they're getting the so, time. So I don't under, So the thing that I don't understand is. You have these people sitting here. This person walks in. They sneeze. They walk out. Everybody that's sitting in that restaurant in that vicinity within 10 feet of that person has got whatever that person just oh, sneezed. Oh, six on. feet. Unless okay. they touch. 
See, and Since I want to go back to this. Yeah, okay. I, I totally get what you're saying. But t- to your point, you know, they're using that in Illinois to divide the people in Illinois. So now they're, 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 they're not only uh, uh, dividing them, but they're forcing the people who are, choose not to, to be vaccinated to, to make a decision. You know, or, or to put them in a situation where, okay, you can you can't have these things if you don't do if you don't do XYZ. So if you don't get the shot or if you don't get vaccinated, then you're not going to be able to go to a restaurant and sit down and eat with your family or your fiance or your friend or mm-hmm. your girlfriend or whatever. Right. But the science the nothing makes sense. Right. I mean, when we first when this first came out and um this this is uh seven up by the way just just uh, so you know okay I'm not oh. I'm gonna have yeah dry January, dry January. yeah yeah okay, um, but it still feels great drinking out of you know I mean <laughs> just because you're drinking a soda doesn't mean you need to drink it out of a soda glass um anyway they um when you think back to where all this start when COVID hit that is going to be the uh, phrase of the century when COVID hit um we it was make sh- hands sanitize your hand wash your hands 20 minutes 20 seconds i'm sorry not 20 minutes 20 seconds pick your song blah blah, blah 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 masks and six feet away and quarantine for 14 days right. okay so now that we have come back together to that they're not even going back to making the um storage and things like i go into walmart and there isn't a I, there's that one hand sanitizer there now mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying people should have to do it, but nobody's going back and saying, okay, well, now the Omicron virus, we've been told. Variant. It, variant, right. sorry. No is more transmittable, but less deadly. Right. And so, but we're not going back to just like, okay, so then the people that have it, wouldn't it make sense that once they realize they have it, they should be forced, forced, using that word lightly, to sanitize their hands, wear a mask, and stay six feet away from people? Why are 10% of the people at risk punishing 90% of the people that aren't? And I know that the, the transmission is more prevalent with this this latest variant. Supposedly. So, supposedly. Um <laughs> But, I, you know, and we can only do what the number, but still things don't add up. So, I have. It, it. So here's what we did. We, we trusted our officials. They gave us suggestions. We followed those suggestions. They changed the suggestions. We followed those suggestions. They mm-hmm. changed the suggestions. We followed those suggestions. So when do we say, you know what? I don't think you guys know what the hell you're doing. Right. I get that this is this is a serious situation. There are some people that are that are dying from this, and it, it, I'm not going to deny that there are people that are dying. There are people that die from lung cancer and a lot of other things too. But we don't talk about uh, uh, the common uh, or the the flu anymore at all. In the last year, I have heard nothing about the flu except go get your flu shot. That's all I've heard about. Uh, do they do that? Like but hey. we haven't heard about any deaths over the flu. Mm-mm. We haven't heard about anybody getting the flu. We haven't heard about what variant or uh, right. what kind of flu is Which out is there today. Which is good because they wanted to. I mean, the flu is. Uh, so did we? Did like, we? Did, did we 
did we wipe did we out beat the, the flu now? Yeah. Is well, there no more flu? Maybe fighting COVID is going to beat the flu. So then the next thing that we get when we fight that will beat COVID. Oh. I'm just, I don't know. It just, it's, it's never going to go away. Right. Especially right. if you have people in, I'm, I'm if just, you have your borders open and people in and out, and you can't keep, you can't, you would have to put the entire population in solitary confinement. So when is, when are the people in America going to realize that um, the more we allow them to take away from us, the more they will be able to take away if from us. the United States of America had one word for 2022, it should be freedom. And that should be for 2023, 2024. Or 2025. 2025. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw a really good post today like that, that made it. Like yeah. Yeah. Like so that. it, uh, Jenny had a, a, oh, a, an yeah. awesome post today. Yeah. That it just really made me think about that. No, Yeah, because that's, that's Jenny's word forever. Yeah. Freedom, being free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I'll never, I'm not going to, I'm not Jenny gonna for that. president. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're in a world of trouble. Hey, we can't be <laughs> much can't, worse off than we, we are now. We can't have Mike being the first lady. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> the first dude. He does not a you, rock Mike. solid seven no, not, minutes. No, not every me, press Mike. Conference. Mike, Mike her, her guy, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah. I, I honestly believe, I, I thought that was um very, very. Actually, we can. We might have some good barbecue. I'm sorry. Go anyway. Ahead, go ahead. Um. We have to. We have why, to understand we, that, right. that we're being divided here. We're being separated as a people. Right. No matter what you think of of COVID and the vaccinations, and you know, it. Two when this first started, when COVID hit, two weeks and two weeks. We'll just what did they call it? Get d- reduce the curve. Flatten yeah, the curve. Flatten the curve. Yeah. yeah, flatten the curve. And then that didn't. Well, we kind of did. And then we didn't. And then it's like, oh, well, um, the king and I will grant you your privileges to go see your family at the holidays now. And that then didn't. And we're still. And, 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 and now the they're talking about closing schools again in Milwaukee and Madison. They're not just pitting strangers against strangers. This is family members against family members. Mm-hmm. I went to 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 California for for Thanksgiving. I would my family said, "Hey, come on out." I said, "Okay." I went out. Brought your daughter. When they, brought my daughter. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, spent the money to get there, leave my car at the you know in Chicago, pay for that, pay for the flight there, pay for the hotel. I get there, and they find out I don't have the the the, the shot, the vaccination, and they say, "Oh, yeah, you're uninvited." And what did you guys end up doing on Thanksgiving? We, we stayed in the hotel. We sat in the hotel room. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's such bullshit. Until we could get out of there the next day, you know. L- long story short, we're, we're pitting family members against mm-hmm. family members. For something that, you know, they're the scientists, but at what point are people going to realize there are people out there that don't have our best interests in, in mind, the only people that are being positively affected in any of this are the pharmaceuticals that are making the all this that money. People are making the money. People are making the money. Gallagher had a good point. He's like, we spent trillions of dollars. We've been getting, and they keep wanting more money. Trillions and trillions. Our national debt is almost thirty trillion freaking dollars right now, and they want more to combat something that hasn't gone away that they just keep prolonging, and then. Then what? 
at what point is it, what point is enough enough of enough? Um, I don't, you know, everybody thinks we're just going to get over this. I think this is there and uh, you know, it's, you it's, call me conspiracy theorist if you want, but I, I don't, I don't see how this is ever going to end if we just keep being complacent as we all have been. The reason why, um, People are called conspiracy theorists is to discredit what they're saying. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, are there some people out there that are, you know, hey, the aliens came and they took me to, you know, Jupiter and brought me back? You know, are there people out there like that? Yes. Okay. But when you stifle the opposite opinion, then you're trying to hide something, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you're, 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 we're not being able to, uh, we're not allowed to hear information, opposing information about COVID, about the shot, about the fact that, that people that are, that have gotten vaccinated are, there are some people that are still dying. Right. Okay. We're not allowed to have that information readily available to us. So if you're stifling that information or hiding that information and we have to dig in order to find it, in my opinion, you're hiding something. You're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. Because you should, if you're right, if you are telling the truth, you should not have to hide from anything. Yeah, you're right, Mike. So, you know, we have con a conspiracy theory to somebody. It is some, a person calls somebody a conspiracy theorist because they don't believe their truth. But it goes on both sides because, uh, you know, uh, the left side doesn't believe the right side's truth and the right side doesn't believe the left side's truth. And we all want to be right. On but both sides, they're called conspiracy. Right. Theorists. It doesn't matter what side you're on. If you lean, you know, too far left or right, you're called a conspiracy theorist. Not that. Right. Know, and that's just another way for them to divide us. Exactly. I think let's listen to the rest of uh, Mike Gallagher's um, clip here. And the fact is now more people have died under Biden's coronavirus watch than under Trump's. And remember, Biden campaigned on this as a candidate. He said anyone who is responsible for that many deaths should not remain president of the United States of America. So because of all of this, a lot of institutions are now considering shutting down again, or they are reimposing mitigation strategies that didn't work the last time. So for example, in, in Washington, D.C., they just announced a citywide vaccination entry requirement for indoor facilities. We've also had college football bowls canceled, NHL games postponed, colleges that are 99% vaccinated and filled with young people shutting down. You can almost feel the fear setting in again. Yeah, they shut they shut of an uh, entire season of NFL football down. They shut the planet down. And now that we have a variant that isn't it's killing some people, but it's not killing Every, as many, we need to go back to that? They're saying that, that, that this particular variant is milder than the Delta variant. So if it's milder than the Delta variant, so it's not killing as many people, why would we have to go back to shutting anything down? I mean, let's, let's get it straight. Either, we, either, either it's bad enough to shut the place down or it's not bad enough to shut the place down. Don't tell me one thing one day and then come back and tell me something right. different the next day. Now, I understand that some people oh, are going to say science and, you know, the science changes and this, that, and the other, and blah, 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 blah. You know, but here's the thing. You're saying 
First you say wear a mask, then you say don't wear a mask, then you say wear three masks, then you say don't wear a mask at all. But I mean, forget about it. There's There's been so many different things that have been changed mm-hmm. and altered, and each thing continues to divide us more. Mm-hmm. That's the main thing that I right. want people to understand or that we want people to understand. These are things that are dividing us as a as a as a people as a country you know i mean right now you you have you have uh l- like you said earlier you have uh people of all different races creeds colors sexual orientation whatever falling on one side or the other mm-hmm. you either are against the vaccine or you i shouldn't say against it you either are okay with getting it or you're okay with not getting it i like the way you put that I like the way you put it because I'm not against anybody getting it. I'm not either. If I'm, you want to get the vaccine, I get the vaccine. for you doing whatever makes your little heart happy. Mm-hmm. Whatever you feel. And if you think that I'm a threat to you after you get your vaccine, then. Which is totally illogical. However, right. finish your statement. Um, then I, why do I have to stay home? You know what I mean? It's like, okay. We've already been directed. If you show symptoms, da, 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 that we're just going to quarantine ourselves so that even though we don't have symptoms, I I don't I want to know what the end game is here because I truly you know back in the days they oh they the FDA or whoever would um, test things and have all these trials and stuff. We are how long? Just a year, a little over a year into having a vaccine. Is that correct? And um, a little, uh, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe a little under because uh, Trump had it start. So like November. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, so we're a little over a year for a vaccine that is already going to like three or four boosters. Right. And how much, like, when are people going to recognize that it hasn't been tested? We are the test. We are the test. Yep. And the sad part is that, we're not getting all the information. So we're hearing a little bit of information about people who have gotten a shot that are that have gotten sick from it. Okay? They 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 uh some people uh you know couldn't walk anymore. Some people uh ended up with blood clots. Right. Some people ended up with heart problems and so forth. Right. And we're 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 able to dig that information up if we keep looking and trying to, to trying to see what mm-hmm. what other information is out there. So don't get me wrong. It's not like I'm digging to find opposing information. As a matter of fact, I would love to find information that is not opposing. Right. Yeah. I would love to find information that makes me feel comfortable with getting the shot. Um, well, but, but, here's but one. Because I continue to find information mm-hmm. that 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 opposes that. It it's it's just too it's too soon for me. Right. I, might, I might get the shot 10 years from now. I might do it. Yeah. But well, I'm not doing it now. I'm not going to be the test dummy. And that's where this kind of like into that conversation where we were talking about like people that are complacent and stuff. There are people out there that don't necessarily want to get the shot or trust the government, whatever, but they want to have that peace of mind that if something, you know, their, their peace of mind is of more value than any potential disease that they could get. Right. And I get that. And, and, and that's fine. I am not of that. I, I'm no. You're I just not, you're not in that group. I'm just not in that group. But should I be ostracized for it? 
You know, uh, uh, Audrey was saying something not too long ago about the uh, how uh, we're more at risk. The people that are unvaccinated are more at risk than the people that are vaccinated. You know, so I and help me understand your rationale behind that. Audrey's here with us too. Help me understand your rationale behind that. So, are you worried about us not being vaccinated? No, I should be worried about you, right? Because I can carry it to you, and that's fine. Because then, if I get it. Then I've already had it, so I have the antibodies. If I get it, necessarily, it depends on what variant you had, whether or not you have the antibodies for it. Okay, so in the 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 risk of me getting uh, a dying from it or anything is pretty uh, low, higher than my risk. Okay, that's why you should be more worried about me than I am of you. I'm not worried about. I I'm going to worry about myself. I'm glad that you're vaccinated and that you're going to be safe. I, uh, it's my life. No, but I'm going to take my chance. What she's saying is that if she got COVID and she gave it to you, unvaccinated person, Mm -hmm. you're more at risk of dying from it than she is because she's got the shot. Right. Right. So So we should be worried about the vaccinated, about the people that are vaccinated. No, that's why they're worried that we're not vaccinated. Because we're going to die if they give it to us? Because we're overloading the hospitals. Because the people aren't working okay. at the hospitals because they're being forced to be vaccinated, but okay. whatever. Yeah, and no, so and I get that. My family and was I did feel really bad at that. Like I didn't realize was it was a rule until after. They're like, you weren't supposed to take off your mask. And t- sorry, but um, y- you know, and that's their rules. If you want, you know, there are a lot of people that are saying, oh, I'm not, you know, boycott that business. If they, you know, what? Okay. I go into, if I go to get to a business and they. Boycott that business. Another way to divide. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. All of us unvaccinated people are going to boycott a business. So now we're just going to divide ourselves again. When does it end? When do we stop dividing ourselves? And at what point are we going to be like, oh, you only have three boosters? You don't have four yet? Well, you're not coming to Christmas dinner then. <laughs> I mean, seriously, though, where where, where does this end? It, it doesn't, and that's the thing. We we need to continue to try to get to to try to pull people together instead of continuously doing things to divide us. You know, right. it's enough's enough already. Right. Um. Yeah, and I don't, and I don't. You know, as far as the va- you know, Audrey's point, and I get that, and and I can see both sides because the people that are vaccinated want to be sure that they are, comf- you know, they're not they're not worried about getting it. Well, there's you're still getting no, it, they're but still, it's, they're still worried right, about but it's just it. not as um, not effective. Uh, it's it's not as it's not it's not going to be as harsh. Right. It's going to be a little bit milder. Right. However. However, people who have gotten the shot are still dying. Yes, the people that got in the shot are still dying. And I pe- wish they would I wish they would be more forthcoming with those numbers. Okay? You have to dig to find those numbers and they're hiding them. People who have gotten the shot are still dying. Yeah, we'll have if anybody out in our audience, uh listeners have um statistics on that and want to post it in our um comments that would be great because we do uh, i i agree with you but i can't comment necessarily on 
any no, I don't, and, and yeah, and I don't have the statistics or numbers or anything like that. You know, it's things that you read and, and so mm-hmm. forth that people, you know, who have gotten the shot have died. And I have a, uh, an app on my phone that's, that sends me news feeds and stuff all the time, breaking news stories and all of that. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while, I'll come across, you know, one that says that, you know. Right. Anyway, uh, long story short, we do need, uh, oh, oh, I would like our listeners to, um, to, 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 to leave comments. You yes. know, and, and let us know their thoughts on on this whole situation. The year you know? of 2020 is also going to be called, uh, or the word, I should say, should be interactive for this show. Because we really do want to hear people's... So you're saying we should have a word for the show. You got your word, I, I got, got my word, just, Nate stole your word. <laughs> and now- <laughs> He's borrowing it. Oh, it borrowing. We're, yeah. we're modifying it. We're sharing it. <laughs> I'm lending it. Whatever. And, and, and now we have a word for the show, interact. I like it. Interactive. I like it. Um, and then the country, of course, should be freedom for the rest of yeah, our no, lives. Yeah, no, I really like that one. Yeah. I, I really like that one. Um, yeah, because we definitely would like to know from the listeners what your thoughts are. What do you know? Like, wh- are you, are there things that. Is there something I'm, is there, is there something I'm missing? Right. You know, so I have this, my opinion, I think this way. Is there something I'm, I'm missing? Right. Tell me. Tell me I'm wrong. And, and 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 I will research it to find out whether that you know you're true that you're being truthful with me. But at the same time, anything that I say to you, please research it. Right. Don't take my word for gospel. Right. It's not. I, we're too you know? far in the rabbit hole of people not agreeing with somebody and then just saying they don't agree with them and calling them a name or whatever, but not providing like there's no debate anymore. There's right. there's just fighting. Right. And we want to get both sides of the story uh, in in not a, a radical way on either side, but right. get the, in a, com, a conversational way right. so that, you know, if there are things that we're talking about that, well, I'm not sure about that, but you do have that information, please, please, please post it under, uh, in the comments. Well, first you have to like and share. Or let's, let's uh, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. We're actually like, going to be subscribe, on. subscribe, comment. Share. share or whatever it is on that <laughs> medium i don't know we're going we're gonna oh yeah that's it, right we're on different platforms now we're at, and i don't there are platforms we're gonna be on that i don't i'm not even subscribed to so i don't know what well, the that's we need to fix that well no i mean just the, i know i'm like teasing you know how I'm teasing because we're moving away from youtube and right. like how par- a lot of people uh gravitated or migrated sure. to parlor and right. now to whatever so right. There are things that we don't even realize that we're going to end up being on, yeah. that we will be on, gotcha. is what I was trying to point out. But, well done. Um, yeah, so, d- hey, Nate, why don't you cue up the, the rest of that? Mike Gallagher. All right, here we go. And the media are stoking the fear. They're pushing the narrative that this feels like March 2020 again because that's how they profit. They profit from the fear. But here's the thing. It's not March 2020. We have way more weapons in our arsenal than we did back then. We have treatments, we have vaccines, we have hospital protocols that work. And oh, by the way, we have a good deal of immunity, natural and otherwise, already built into the population. So please don't fall for the fear game. We have the tools we need to continue to live our lives while protecting the vulnerable. And if you disagree with me on that point, fair enough, but at the very least, can we agree that we cannot, we cannot shut down schools again. No, we can't. I I know there are a lot of people out there that homeschool, um, but we're talking about our 
next generations. You were talking about, I mean, I have nephew. I know that I, I have one that's flourishing in school because of he, he likes he likes the fact that he can sit at his computer. And I have one that is like, it's it's devastating, uh, not devastating him, but it definitely is making a hindering negative him. Im- hindering right. him. Yeah, that's the right word. Um, if we go back to shutting down our schools, uh, where where do we ever end? And how is this going to affect the next generation? And how much more money can we spend? Because if we shut down schools, then guess what? We still have to pay teachers, don't we? Oh yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, is they that still how get that paid. Works? Oh yeah, they still get paid. Are we gonna and, just and, as they should? Right. As well, they should. right. I mean, uh, but what I yes, because you're right. They're actually still teaching. Um, they're from s- they're still teaching online, but I mean, right. uh, uh, So if you look at all the teachers, if we shut down the schools and 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 don't pay the teachers, now we got the teachers that are having that are struggling trying to take care of their families. Right. And and that's not cool. I know? just I don't I don't think our I don't I don't think. But if we stop paying them, there'll be less teachers for it. <laughs> All right, that was right. a little, that was a little Kurt. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kurt. Who's Kurt? <laughs> hey Nate, push push the button. No, that that doesn't deserve that, Nate. Don't do that. I, w- I won't do that. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no. no, 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 not that button. The other button, the Mike Gallagher button. Oh, this okay. was our biggest blunder, and shame on us if we repeat it again. We can't afford to inject that fear into our kids' classrooms, or allow them to fall further behind. And I'm sorry, but remote learning is not a substitute, especially for young kids. Remote learning is a euphemism for school shutdowns, and that is a recipe for student failure. Sitting in front of a screen all day is not learning. And we have schools in Wisconsin that are now shutting down again. We have Milwaukee Public Schools shutting down. Same with Madison. I heard reports of Racine. Thankfully, not yet in Northeast Wisconsin. But and oh, by the way, when it comes to remote wor- learning, talk about a policy that punishes the poor relative to the rich. Rich people can do remote work. Rich people can run away to their cottages or their beach houses with a bunch of iPads and high-speed internet. And they can probably hire private tutors to make up for learning loss. But while they're sitting there wondering who stocks the shelves at the local Whole Foods, but working class people have to work in person. And that's, that's the thing also. So you have uh, uh, working class families who have to go to work. And they have their kids at home. So what do they do with their children? Right. Is the teacher really disciplining them or, you know, especially at that younger age, which I think he was talking about. Teaching, not discipline. Well, I mean. Are are they teaching them in an in-home environment? Right. Are Um, they learning the discipline they they need in order to focus? I guess you don't really learn that in school either. But When you say discipline, are you speaking academic discipline or are you speaking uh, uh, like behavioral discipline, academic. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So they're not getting the di- the the disciplines, the yeah. learning disciplines that they need. Okay, I just wanted to clarify that so people are not thinking that you're oh. advocating for corporal punishment. <laughs> no, I just no, I just wanted I'm to not, make okay. sure that we clarify that. Spend more you know? spankings, <laughs> more uh, yeah. spankings. I think I'm evolved enough in my whoop your child. Yeah, no. I, I'm evolved enough in my wisdom to know that um, but you know spanking I, kids are no longer. I, I just wanted to make sure that it was clear. Right. Okay. That All right. That's what you were talking about. I understood it. Right. Yeah. However, not everybody would have. 
Right. And maybe a little behavioral, you know, hey, you don't have, you just, you can't just get up in the middle of the classroom and go, whatever. But mostly, yeah, I was talking about. Okay. um, And (laughs) and just the social aspect of it. You can't. Not everybody values the social aspect. No, I know not everybody (laughs) does, but why are you depriving uh, people that do? You know, I know, I know my, my uh, youngest daughter, she didn't like it at all. She wanted to be in school Mm -hmm. and she was having a difficult time. She kept up on her grades barely. I mean, she did a decent job, you know. Um, but, like, emotionally, you know, she was just dying inside. She just, I, I want to see my friends. I want to go do stuff. I want to, you know, she's a social butterfly, and she wanted to be out in the world. Yeah. You know? Well, and that's the thing, too, and that's the same with one of my nephews. It's, like, he, he's the social one, and he wanted to be out there, I and mean, he's failing in school, and I have a feeling it's because he's listening over here, but he's still talking to his friends down here. You know, because he's getting, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so that attention span isn't there. Um, but, and, and the other one, I mean, he's he's a, a bookworm or academic. I mean, he's just always been that way. So video, no video, um, he'd still absorb and, and want to learn the information and stuff like that. But the point being that um, we're not hearing about the studies that say, okay, well, we save this these lives by doing this, but what kind of effect does it have on the situational effect that it has on these younger lives who aren't even at risk of dying? Well, like, we're we're going to find out over time. Over time. It's yeah, going to take some next, time, but next, we're going to find in out. In the next 10, 15, 20 years, we'll find out exactly what, you right. know, what was going on. Well, so. and Jenny, what do you, you were kind of nodding your head, what do you, or shaking? Nodding, shaking. <laughs> um, when it comes to the whole school thing and his idea that we're failing our children and things like that, I completely disagree with all of that. I think that what this is doing is showing how broken school already was. Mm-hmm. And now these children are finding new ways to learn. So their grades might be failing or, you know, they might look like they're falling behind with their grades, but they're learning more than I think they've ever learned. Mm. Because now, you know, instead of stuck in a classroom learning what the teachers tell them, they are online. They are reading articles. They are getting information and they're learning how to think for themselves. I didn't really think of it that way. But are they truly doing that, though, is the question. I mean, I think that, that, that a lot of children are sitting at home playing with, and don't get me wrong, I'm not blaming the parents or anything like that, but you got some parents out there who are, who are complacent, you know. They, they use the school to babysit their kids, and when the kids get home, they don't even, they don't help them with their homework. Right. They don't look over their homework. Well, and there they are don't, some or that anything use, like that, and yeah. they just say, hey, look, you know, um, and when the kids are at home working online, are they? Does the parent even know? Does the parent even care? It can there's, there's some can, of that. What are your thoughts about that? Can the parent that? even be available? I think that the idea that the children are only learning because a teacher is teaching them is already a fallacy. So the even though they're not learning about things and not paying attention in school, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't mean that they're not learning. So the idea that our children are failing because they're getting lower grades says that the only thing that teaches us whether or not our children are going to be successful in life is their grades. And I'm sorry, but I got a lot of D's and C's and I'm doing pretty well. And that's not the mark of education. And we're learning more now of different ways to learn. 
Right. So let me ask you this. What's your take on the social aspect of it? Kids in school don't socialize. Be quiet. Sit down. Face forward. I mean, my oldest is in sixth. When he was got into sixth grade, there's no more recess anymore. There's not. He couldn't even go outside unless he got to draw for a lottery to play basketball occasionally. Really? Yeah. There is no socialization in school at all. Whereas when they were home, they're socializing with FaceTime. They're socializing on their phone. Even when they were locked up in the house, they okay. got more socialization than they did in school. What do you think, Mike? Um, I, I was a C student at best. We talked about that on one of the podcasts, how I um, dropped out of the school in the ninth grade and uh, didn't get a uh, formal education until um, in my 30s. Where I went and got, got a your GED uh, or whatever. No, I got a GED when I got out of high school. Oh yeah. Uh, um, but I went and got a uh, marketing degree. Oh um, yeah, yeah. And uh, oh yeah, an associate's degree in marketing and then a bachelor's in business. I am not. I am not personally. I don't think education, the the formal education. I used to think, oh, that was the be all end all of right. you know how we need to get ahead oh and i don't think the education system but, uh, i think it's screwed up and right. indoctrinated and whatever right. but it's i think it's a cog teaching people how to live in a cog that's all i think it is uh, right we're, we're not teaching we're not teaching children how to think for themselves we're not teaching them how to be um innovators we're not teaching them how to but how are to we doing that if that same curriculum and those same people are teaching them through a computer i'm Help me understand your, your so your, your yeah so you're, I guess I'm looking at it more from a um, institutional perspective. Sure. So yeah, whether they're remote or in school, um, they are still getting the same curriculum. No, I think what the point that Jenny was trying to drive home with saying that uh, homeschooling um, is pr probably better, mm -hmm. a, a better situation, or even smaller class sizes, or you know things like that is probably a better situation um, because the children aren't just learning the, the, the cookie cutter thing that the public schools put together, um, but they're learning more things at home. So they're engaging with the parents. Mm -hmm. Hopefully the parents are taking them out to parks. They're talking. They're, they're discovering the world, you know. So they're learning. It. They're, they're still all, learning. While the it, parents are fighting about way. whether, you know, worried about money, fighting about vaccines and all that other stuff <laughs> yeah they really put a lot of people uh, so. I, I don't i can't i don't have any kids of my own i can't even imagine being a parent right now and juggling all the things i juggle already and then having to worry about whether or not the people outside of my circle are actually helping are are helping to shape the minds of their kids i guess um it, it concerns me especially since i mean there, that's why we have such a division because we have people that were raised, you know, well, not, I shouldn't say people that are raised one way. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. Jenny completely disagrees with us on, on, on the subject. About, <laughs> on about everything. About no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Audrey. Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. We appreciate you being here. Uh, uh, about the whole school situation. However, we, we can agree that you have your opinion, I have my opinion, and at the end of the day, we're still going to work with each other. We're still going to hang out with each other. Right. We're still going to enjoy each other's company. You know. Yeah. And the and point I think of that's the story. Make a better yeah. World. Yeah. And the point of the story. I don't know, remember. If, if is that the last cut, Nate? You want to? Yeah, let's see here. And their kids 
need to be in school, in person, with teachers, and with other students. Not even Biden's education secretary wants to shut schools down at this point because he recognizes how bad of an impact it's had on our kids. So please, at a time when this country seems divided on everything, particularly everything related to coronavirus, can we at a minimum agree on the fact that schools have to stay open? We can't live in fear, and we definitely can't allow this fear to mess up our kids. At this point of the pandemic, we should be trying as hard as we can to teach our kids courage, not fear. They've learned fear for the past two years. And courage means confronting the problem, not running away to Rehoboth or blaming someone else. So to end where we began, Biden ran on this idea that he had a federal government solution to COVID. But we're now a year into his presidency, and it's obvious that this plan, such as it ever existed, failed. Miserably. Miserably. Yep. And we spent a lot of money. Watch it fail, I guess. <laughs> and I shouldn't, no, and I shouldn't, we shouldn't say that, like, not, it hasn't all failed. I mean, we've... We've gotten a lot of people back vaccinated. We the the vaccine is out there, and the people that want to get vaccinated and feel um, that that is the route to take, that it it's there for them. So right. I think we are in a bet. It's not like we were in a worse place than we are. Um, I think we just are allowing this to create the this is the biggest rift to continue to drive a huge wedge Mm -hmm. um in between uh the 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 vaxxed and unvaxxed right and we need to figure out a way to bridge that gap and bring the people in the united states back together what what's next i mean look at how far we've got you know we were talking earlier about how you're just like eroding the freedoms and stuff um i Everything is a piece or a a brick to the path of something else. So we're going in this direction with the COVID uh, vaccines. At this point, there's no turning back. If we're willing to take, oh, okay, it was so easy to make sure everybody, you know, to force everybody to take this vaccine and five boosters or whatever. What's the next thing that comes up? And right. the next thing and the next thing. We are never, we, as a world population, we are subject to disease. The, I mean, yeah, in utopia and your happy place, whatever, there's no such thing as disease. Um, but using the, I just, my gut and my, you know, the way I'm able to like, I don't know, my brain kind of works weird, where it just kind of puts these big puzzle pieces together. And I'm putting all the puzzle pieces together and it's not looking good for us at all. Yeah, if they're able to force us, if they're able to take you, strip your rights away to a point where they're able to force you to do something that, you, that with your body that you don't want done with your body, the the the, the last question is, what's next? Right. And that's a whole nother show. Exactly. Thank you very much for joining us tonight on the 70% Podcast. I'm Amy Alexander. I'm Mike Sewell. Please like, comment, share, or whatever button you need to see us again. No doubt.